Hey, everybody, and welcome to Pastrami Nation Popcorn, the show dedicated to movies, television, cinematics, and more. My name is Nolan Smith, and I'd like to introduce the host of Popcorn, Kevin Hoskinson. Hey, guys, how's it going? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, as you guys notice, um, you have a little bit different going on today. We have a couple different, we have a few different guests on today. I like the um, word choicing, a couple. The word, a couple <laughs> different guests. It's our couples episode of Pastrami Nation Popcorn. Um, you guys can see we have popcorn. popcorn? And for once in popcorn history, in our third episode, we finally have popcorn, <laughs> which is great. I had to have uh, yeah. So as you guys know, you guys already know Nolan. Um, but with us today, uh, Rebecca, how's it going? Hello. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and we have a very special guest. My wonderful wife, Cassie, is with us today. Hey, Yay, Cassie. First time. Welcome. First time. Long time listener. First time caller. <laughs> you wanted to say this for a very long time i have right. been i have been and i finally got to say it so uh how you guys doing today everything going good how are you guys enjoying oh, your guys's uh halloween are, season things are great weather is starting to change yes like you mentioned like the chills there like it feels like fall. Mm-hmm. it's cold changing colors yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah here. here we're kind of moving into winter already us too yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, what... fall was like last weekend. Now yeah. we're moving on. <laughs> uh, that's yep. cool fall. Yeah, that's that's Oregon weather for you. Yeah. yeah, Halloween's coming up and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Of course, a lot of changes with Corona and everything to Halloween, but we're still going to have a good time. Be watching all of our favorite movies, TV shows, um, reading our favorite books, anything that uh, kind of scares us a little bit, which is great. Um, so yeah, so <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how to segue into this first uh, I was going to say we're going to watch all our favorite uh, Halloween movies. We're like going to watch Halloween. Oh. <laughs> so Halloween, yes, yes, yes. So there's a... Uh, we were talking about it and one of our favorite filmmakers and one of the person who really embodies the Halloween spirit like no other, you'd see this guy's movies, you just, it just screams gothic, fun, Halloween. Um, Mr. Tim Burton. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we love him. Uh, you know, he's, like I said, he perfectly embodies the Halloween season. So in honor of that, we decided it'd be a fun idea to do a uh, top five list of our favorite Tim Burton movies. Um, so what we did, we, uh, it up into we have our couples <laughs> and we uh each came up with our list of five favorite uh tim burton movies um and then talk about them a little bit you know you don't have to you know get too in depth about them but you know if you want to talk a little bit about why you love them please do um so if you guys nolan and rebecca you guys want to go ahead and go first and let us know what your guys's picks are yeah okay um i'll, I'll go with the first <laughs> one the first one is for us a big no-brainer it's one of the most iconic uh, superhero films to, to come out and it's the original batman and tim burton mm-hmm. with, you know jack nicholson and you know that, that burton nailed it when it came to making that eeriness of batman not you know the hokiness that no disrespect to adam west but the hokiness of that you know pow biff bang kind of thing you know he made it real and he gave us we had a great joker we had a great batman with michael keaton and that's the first one what would be the second one for me definitely is big fish because storytelling is so crucial and i think that just kind of embodies everything of the storytelling without maybe a little bit of darkness but not 
Tim Burton style. It's a little bit different. Right. Yeah. I appreciate it about it. It was an emotional movie. I mean, I still remember certain moments of that, like yes. when they were finding out about like, you know, when they're going to die. Mm-hmm. And when he's like, great. he's like, I had, a, I, I live a long life. And he's like pretty happy about when he goes. I was yes. like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, the next one is one that we did come to a compromise on. And <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies uh, and it's Mars Attacks. Nice, that's a good pick right there. Based off of the uh, the crazy comic book (laughs) series. Uh, I mean, it's just this zany alien movie over the topness and it's just a whole lot of fun. I love the designs of the aliens. Tim Burton did a great job of bringing them to life. Um, I can watch that movie whenever it's on. It doesn't matter what part it's at. Hopefully it's one of the like knocking the guy out, you know? Yeah, it's so good. Like Jack Nicholson as a president is like perfect. And one of my favorite things about that movie is when they're running around with the machine, like, don't run, we're not going to hurt you or something. I can't remember what they were saying, but that's just so funny, so clever, like so smart. It's so, it's perfect. Absolutely. Yeah, so that had to be on our list. Right, next is the cult classic Nightmare Before Christmas, of course. Yeah, it had to, especially with the time of the year and everything. Because you can span from Halloween to Christmas, there you go, one movie. And exactly. Doesn't have a soundtrack downloaded. I mean, come on. Oh yeah, that's yeah, true. Right. We all do. Yeah. <laughs> we, I had to be on the list. And I mean, and the last one again, it's not a big surprise given the first one, but uh, it's Batman Returns. Oh yeah. And honestly, I preferred Batman Returns to the other one um, because mainly because of the villains. We got yeah. to see, um, you know. The penguin and Catwoman, and we saw this very dark take on him. Like a penguin's always been such a cheesy character to me, and mm-hmm. when you put him in that movie, you, you almost felt bad for the guy. You know, it is it's done in Tim Burton style, the dreariness and everything. It's yeah, just so well done. Keaton again knocks it out, and well, I've mentioned it before too. You have to have a killer soundtrack. So Danny Elfman and having to use yes. the saw for Penguin's theme song when you're going down into that gutter i mean oh yeah all the elements came together it's perfect and the villains they picked for that movie are just like iconic they're just like you know same with like the first burton you know you have joker of course you know jack nicholson but then you have michelle pfeiffer as catwoman like i mean come on and danny devito's like obvious for penguin he was perfect he was absolutely perfect and then bat franchise just train wrecked after that but (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> kind of crashed, but uh, that could be a whole other topic altogether. You'd be Halloween's way in the history. You know? Halloween. I don't know though. Batman and Rob, Batman and Robin versus Hubie Halloween. Batman and Robin. Yeah. I'd, 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 I'd watch. I'd watch. Yeah, Batman oh, and Robin. Easily. Yeah, it was at least easily. entertaining. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was stupid, yeah. But it was entertaining. It was stupid fun. George Clooney, I feel like made a great. Uh, he made a great Bruce Wayne. But not so much a good Batman. And that's nothing against him. Yeah. He's George Clooney. Yeah. He would just not fit the part. It'd yeah. be like making Will Ferrell Batman. <laughs> right? Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Great actor, but he <laughs> would work. Yeah. <laughs> never work. <laughs> never work. It would never work. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to go down our list. We actually picked a couple that you guys picked and a couple, you know, totally different ones. Um, so, first one we picked is Batman. I mean, Batman, you can't do any better than that. It's like you were saying, it's like the uh, just like the perfect superhero movie, but it came at a time when superhero movies weren't taken seriously or superheroes weren't a serious thing. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, Tim Burton really paved the way for the DCEU like it is now. He made it dark. He made it... Uh, and still very comical, too. Like, yeah. comic book style. It still felt like, like a very, comic book. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. the Joker yeah. with his bright purple suit. Yeah, he's insane. Exactly. Yeah. With those colors. Exactly. And that that and you bring up the soundtracks, but this one had Prince. God <laughs> sakes. <laughs> had a great scene with the Joker dancing along yes. with Prince in the yeah. museum. Yeah. I mean, that was fun. Right? Who didn't like that one? Um, so our next one. So the next one is Sleepy Hollow. We, we chose. Yes. Yeah. Can you talk about it? You want me to talk about it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, well, I, I'm a huge fan of the story itself. Like the, the legend of Sleepy Hollow is one of my favorite, just like modern day legends that we have, uh, especially in America, because we don't have very many like folk tales like that. Right. But Sleepy Hollow is just... Um, it's just so interesting to me, like the, the Headless Horseman and it's terrifying and it's um, it's just a great story all around and I love it. And Tim Burton put a stamp on there. The Denny Alfman score is perfect. Um, and that movie to me really kind of, like if I was to show someone like a Tim Burton movie, like what a Tim Burton movie looks like, like I would have to show him Sleepy Hollow because that's like has all the the trademarks of uh, Tim Burton and exactly what he does perfectly and what he does right. So, yeah, Sleepy Hollow was our was our pick. Um, oh, of course, Johnny Depp and Christina Ricci are. And and Johnny perfect. Depp being Ichabod was like I felt it was very perfect because he played that whole like he was very smart yet very naive to a lot of things too going into it. Very aloof, which yeah. is great. Yeah. So um, yeah, Sleepy Hollow. Um, next we have Beetlejuice. Of course, Michael Keaton, another Michael Keaton classic. Um, I watched that movie still and still can't believe that it's Michael Keaton under that makeup. Like, right. It's, right. It's so well That's done. The job. music. Like yeah. he, he embodied Beetlejuice, I felt. Mm -hmm. He embodied the character and Alec Baldwin, Gina Davis and Winona Ryder are perfect. And again, it all comes down to soundtrack, like everything, like if it doesn't have a Danny Alfman soundtrack, like uh, for Tim Burton, especially, it kind of throws me off. Um, but yeah, the soundtrack is perfect. And of course, the whole table scene and uh, it's, it's great, man. Like it's, it's perfect. So um, yeah, that was our number three pick. Um, pick um, so then we also picked Sweeney Todd. Okay. Sweeney yeah, Todd. I mean, it's what was like his only musical um live action live musical, action yeah. musical yeah it's it's just perfect how can i say it like it what? brought his uh sentiment you know sensibilities to like a musical so it wasn't like you know it was a typical musical in the sense you know but it, it, it was very dark musical, very was, dark story yeah um very that dark. he brought color to it i feel mm -hmm. i still didn't see it, that one it's oh, you good. haven't seen it's, it? You know, it's oh. definitely like, you know, I think it's perfect. I think it's great, but I'm also a huge musical fan. So I think that it worked well on that level, but it was super bloody. I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was like it was super bloody. I think it's rated R too. Yeah. I think it's like one of his like only like real rated R movies. Um, it sounds right up my alley. You know, it sounds perfect because I know it's rated R for the gore and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It, the cast is incredible. I mean, Johnny Depp, uh, Helena oh. Bottom Carter, uh, what's his name? Uh, we just watched Borat last night. What's his name? Cohen. Oh, Sasha Baron. Sasha Baron Cohen's Cohen. in it. Like he's oh, really? phenomenal in it. Yeah, 
yeah, like he's incredible in it. Um, it's just got a wonderful cast and everything, and it's perfect. The music is great too, even though it's not Elfman, but it's you know I think it's Saltheim or something, or I don't remember who wrote the music for Sweeney Todd, but it's incredible and yeah, it's a really really good movie. So definitely check it out if you guys get a chance. Have you seen it? You know? I have not. Yeah. What did you think about it? No, I honestly, it. just be honest. No, I like yeah. it. It's good. It's good. It's good. I'm interrogating you. I'm interrogating you. Be honest. Be honest. Sorry, I was in jury duty today, so I'm just used to being like, "Tell me the truth." Um, <laughs> what? No, and you should check it out. You'll love it. I will. Um, I'll check it out. And the the last one on our list is Big Fish. Big Fish. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Big Fish. It's just such a perfect, like you said, a, a storytelling, like just bringing the fact that they, like he knew his life when he was young and it played out with his son too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such a beautiful movie. And um, now these lists, of course, they're not like, you know, the only Tim Burton movies that we like, you know? Right, right. It's just, Mine it took us a long while, long time to get us to like five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we have to... One of mine was Edward Scissorhands. I mean, so. yeah we were yeah. talking about that we had um you know we had nightmare and all those you know all those classics you know even corpse bride we really liked right. and, you know that was great but you know sometimes you just have to make the little sacrifices, little sacrifices. <laughs> yeah, it's, <a> compromise. <laughs> it's a compromise exactly and that's what we did so um so yeah i don't know what uh everyone else you know whatever your guys's favorite tim burton's movies are please feel free to comment and let us know and um, yeah, we'd love to see what you guys are watching when it comes to Tim Burton this year. So yeah, so that was fun. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm still working on this hosting thing. Um, it'll get better, it'll get better. Um, so uh, let's talk about, um, the one thing I've been actually wanted to talk about for a while, oddly enough, even though I don't really care for it much, but I still feel like it's an interesting uh, idea is a twilight series i'll kind of help you out too because we were talking about you know the batman franchise come falling off so maybe robert pattinson can revive it well and yes the, yeah well he's got to be better than you know batman and robin and batman forever and <laughs> he's got to be better than clooney so, yeah he is vengeance he's not the bat credit card right <laughs> <laughs> but no i think i think you're absolutely right i think pattinson like he like we have a kind of a a, a, a weird history with twilight <laughs> together Ooh, that. Oh. what's that let's hear that one <laughs> no there's a lot that goes into <laughs> okay it. so do you got like it. an hour <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh it was uh right um but i will admit that like pattinson was one of the best parts of twilight he i like to make fun of it i like to make fun of him specifically but i feel like he's bringing a lot of his kind of emotional kind of um that intensity that he had in twilight to batman which i think will be great um so speaking of that too like i'd watched robert in twilight a lot and then then kevin started talking about him being batman and i couldn't see it but then we saw lighthouse mm-hmm. and seeing how he acted in lighthouse it kind of like brought me out of that teenage like oh that's edward like you can't have him do anything other <laughs> Um, and seeing him in the lighthouse and now I can like I'm too so excited to see him in Batman like I think he'd do a great Batman Mm -hmm. I think he's gonna do great and uh 
we'll see where else his uh the twilight series goes so i'm working on these transitions man um so let's talk <laughs> about it so twilight recently what was it like maybe two months ago in august yeah. in august came out with a new book in the series which is called midnight sun midnight sun, <laughs> midnight sun. <laughs> <laughs> which is uh kind of the it's not a continuation of the series right it's a told from a different perspective it's in edward's view okay and um <laughs> and i know you you guys are very um so i know neither one of you like none of us here have really read it like a whole lot of it i'm um, like halfway through it like halfway through i've read it Rebecca, five, you five. Really... <laughs> have you gotten uh, read a lot of it rebecca or you're not you haven't i've gotten blow by blows from my daughter that's, that's oh okay yeah okay cool um so yeah the twilight series it's been a huge um money maker you know it's made i don't even know i didn't even look up the numbers but i know it's made a lot enough Brilliant. to sustain how many movies are there <laughs> how many movies are there there's five there's, there's five. five movies four books five okay and there's been uh rumblings kind of going around about if they should even attempt to make this new moon right is that it? New Moon is the second one. <laughs> What's it called? Midnight, Midnight Sun. Sun. Midnight Sun. <laughs> Midnight Moon. Something in the sky. That's the Just second book. <laughs> blue sky. I don't know. Um, blue sky. <laughs> but there's been. You have to let the lady take this one. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to. So, so um, you know, there, there, there's been rumblings about you know turning that into a movie um, eventually, kind of. A lot of fan stuff just talking about it and the possibilities of it um so i'm gonna let you guys take this on so i don't know how you guys would feel about that because you know it would have to have a different cast most likely and yeah. it would have to um you know things would change up a little bit so what do you guys think do you guys think it's a good idea would you guys be interested in even seeing it from another perspective yeah. i mean <laughs> I would. I wouldn't mind another Twilight movie. Who wouldn't? What girl wouldn't want another Twilight movie? <laughs> and being that, like, this book, it goes from the first book in Bella's um, Twilight is, like, super, like, small to doing, like, I think this book is, like, triple the size mm -hmm. because it goes more in depth with all the other, the vampires, his family, like, what he hears going on with them, backstories. And I feel like this movie would actually do a like really good justice to the other the previous movies because um, I don't I don't feel like the, the original movies did justice to the book though. I agree. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. <laughs> so you guys would be okay with like a recast? Like if they absolutely if they, they need to the characters. It would have well, to like story a little bit though because there's so much age difference now, so you almost have to have a little bit of a different perspective, as if you know they're retelling it through an older edward to kind of make up for Pattinson's age oh got it so it would be like he would be he's older in the book oh no it follows it follows like his version like at the same time point right. um but because so i older yeah in real life. like if they use the same characters it would it right. would kind of be told like an after the fact kind of thing right. um i feel they could do it like really well if they recast it completely and um, they use they use some people like like on her side when in her book she sees him as this like statue this beautiful creature but he sees himself as more of like a demon mm -hmm. um, and to have like somebody that's 
not necessarily like super attractive, but then have like her looking more attractive, like more beautiful, like as what he saw her as like a like basically a little deer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I feel like that casting would be better. How do you think they would like really capture the inner dialogue going on though? Like, how do you think they would pull that off? Yeah, like what's going on? Yeah, I don't know. There's so much internally going on. Yeah, like like him hearing, overhearing, and yeah, and and just his personal. I don't, I don't know. They could try it though. I will watch it. I will buy that ticket. (laughs) CGI the whole thing. Just use like I mean, flash. Like I don't know. Like Pattinson. Oh, they could totally do like uh, like Harry Potter. My I'm Ravenclaw. (laughs) Um, how in Harry Potter they like dropped into uh. The like bowl with the memories, they can do like his memories and his thoughts. Okay. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I'm just throwing that one out there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, who knows what they're gonna do? I mean, I don't I don't know. Like, even if they wanted the old people to come back, like and do like some CGI, like de-aging stuff, I don't think like I don't think Pattinson's gonna come back. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, I don't even think Kristen Seward will come back. She's kind of doing her own thing. Like everybody in that series has pretty much moved on. She wasn't that great. She wasn't that great. Help or hurt Pattinson though, because he, I don't know. Yeah, he's moved past it. Tenant. Oh yeah. Yes. Tenant man. Batman. Tenant. 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 Batman. Uh, Even the lighthouse. I mean, lighthouse. I thought was was completely like completely different than anything he's ever done. But like it, yeah, kind of his new career path, which I think is great. He's doing these weird. He's doing the movies he wants to do now. Like right. he doesn't he have to. During the, doing yeah. the blockbuster. Right. Because mm-hmm. those were like the, I remember at the theaters, those were like the sellout adult movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't go see them, but I saw those lines. <laughs> you know, and you knew if it was a big line of women, it was a Twilight movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They came out during my birthday. So I was kind of suckered in it, like, hey, it's my birthday. Like, ha Kevin. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just like, he's just like, I'm <laughs> here for the comments eating his popcorn. <laughs> eating the popcorn <laughs> I, you know what like they were fine like there are things i like about the movies like i love the soundtracks i'm not gonna lie like, the soundtracks are some of my favorite things yeah. ever created um but and even the setting's really cool it's uh, set up in uh, the pacific northwest and it has that really cool like you know kind of style and everything to it which i think is great uh, kind of damp kind of dark kind of you know sure it's kind of it's very tim burton-y but not tim burton it's very kind of got that, that you're like not tim burton not tim burton, <laughs> no. like i can't like, even 99 cents for tim burton right <laughs> exactly so so let us all let us all what you know what you guys think about uh the twilight series if you guys enjoy it um if you guys think the new they should turn the new book into the movie um and things like that and we'll definitely be reading those and Absolutely. Yeah, just comment and let us know. Oh, but I also wanted to transition really quick because you brought up Burton again in the end there. Um, word came out this week that Tim Burton is actually going to be bringing the Adams Family to TV in live action, um, which I think, which kind of still blows my mind that it's never it's happened before. Yeah. Like, it just is like, even the, the 90s movies felt very Tim Burton. Like, I know he didn't direct them, but it... 
like it's just a perfect perfect uh, match that they yeah. could have it's his vibe it's so so perfect so his vibe and the, the unfortunately the reboot the mo- the more recent reboot the cartoon the animated one yeah. didn't come out very good Are i didn't care the second for it. one to that they're making a sequel. Yeah, they're making a they're making a All sequel, right. and um, yeah, they are, and it's. Kevin already has his tickets. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's got a good cast. It's got like Oscar Isaac and uh, Charlize Theron, and it Theron Theron. I don't know. Huh? I'm sure she'll let me know. Um, <laughs> she'll treat you. She'll like get it right. Yeah, she, she has nothing better to do. I'm sure. Um, but. Uh, yeah, like it had a good cast, but it just kind of did this weird thing. I, I don't even want to get into. We don't need to get into it right now. Um, but uh, but yeah, Tim Burton doing. Uh, oops, I'm breaking stuff over here. Sorry, There's Tim Burton. I gotta get into it. <laughs> I gotta get into it. That's how upset I am. And um, so we're gonna tr- uh, start this new uh, segment. I think we could do it at the end of every show, which is about you know, um, kernels. Well, Colonels, yeah, let's do the Colonel. Nation Colonels, yeah. which is a uh, a news roundup of the week where we talk about just little bits and pieces of news that's come out um, over Hollywood throughout the week, um, things that are interesting, things that we want to talk about. Um, so for starters, a couple things. Nolan, why don't you bring up the first topic and why it's so exciting? Oh, I know you're not talking about the other one. Okay. So, <laughs> of course, everybody's excited for the Justice League, you know, Snyder Cut. Yes. We're all super excited. Well, the villains are coming out now because we saw Darkseid was shown in the trailer, which mm-hmm. looked pretty freaking awesome. It was announced this week that Jared Leto will be reprising the roles of the Joker, but also we're getting Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Instead of just that cameo, we're actually going to see Deathstroke. Deathstroke is exciting. Um, Jared Leto. Mm. No, Deathstroke's exciting. Yeah. You're right. Gonna... <laughs> no, the Deathstroke is super exciting. Um, Jared Leto as Joker, I think it's going to be. Sure. I, I, yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> I love Jared Leto as an actor. I think yeah. he's fantastic. I think he's amazing. But it's just the the grill and the tattoos just didn't vibe That's with me. Right there, man. <laughs> it just it just wasn't good. Um, but, but what if I'm excited to like kill him? Like, what if he's going to be there also? Like Deathstroke's just going to pop. Right, that would be great. Or Take even a contract. Uh, <laughs> well one of the rumors is too that they're going to bring a you know leto back as joker but as you know a more kind of uh comic book um accurate joker so like still having the slick back hair because you know the, the the there are the comics where he has the slick back hair he's very has a tux and everything which i think he could have pulled off really well but but it was just the teeth and the tattoos man that's what threw me off and the way he would talk with those teeth you know mm-hmm. almost like he's trying to make this fake gangster and you're like, come on. Exactly. <laughs> you're exactly. no Heath Ledger. So, I mean, it off. <laughs> no Heath Ledger at all. And no Joaquin Phoenix. I'm still... Uh... Oh, such a good movie, I know. <laughs> right. But it could be going the whole, you know, three Jokers route that we see in comics where they have Jokers pulled from different timelines. That would be super cool. That means we would see Joaquin as well. Yeah, I think we which I think would be interesting. Joaquin. I love Joaquin. I wasn't a, honestly. I know. I know you. You love the Joker movie. I wasn't a huge fan of Joker movie. I know. I. Hey, you're allowed I to be like wrong sometimes. <laughs> I feel like okay. Here's what we're gonna wrong. do. We're gonna do a um, a complete just Batman dedicated episode with talking about you know the Batman and Robin. Absolutely. About. It, just everything everything embodying batman and his big screen adventures and all that stuff we'll definitely do that sounds batrific yeah 
<laughs> then we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Um, so um, Disneyland, Disneyland, let's talk about Disneyland a little oh. bit. We all are very, very big fans of Disneyland. We all love Disneyland. We all miss Disneyland. Very much. Um, yeah, it's opening. I mean, so we all know downtown Disney is open. Mm-hmm. Go down there. Um, it was announced today that they're opening the gates of California Adventure to expand the Disney downtown Disney experience right. into California Adventure. Um, but only the shopping and dining. I, only yeah, the shopping, only shopping like, and dining. It's not opening it completely. So no, no aerial undersea adventure for us. Why is that the first ride you think of? <laughs> because that's the amazing. best one. <laughs> that was like always the first one we would go to. Okay. Knows. Our daughter. The long she, line. Yeah, like she was in love with Ariel. So we were like And that was like the only like one of the couple of rides that we could take her on. Yeah. And I, I, I mean Kevin loves it. So I do. I and, and I I've even admitted publicly on the Pastrami Nation podcast that the Little Mermaid is my favorite Disney movie of all time. That's true. I try to block that memory out. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't, man. You can't. Um but um but yeah, uh, what do you guys think? Are you guys planning on going to downtown Disney when you can't go to Disneyland? Um no. no um it seems like torture that way you know you're you get to see it you get to almost touch it but you Not can't quite. you can't go on it and honestly mm-hmm. it's, you know rebecca brought it up before that it's going to be a madhouse it's going to be yes. just stuff full of people and in today's world of you know the pandemic it's not worth it not yeah for, it's not i feel hard. like it's kind of like um just a gimmick for them to get people back into spending money there and not necessarily caring about people's well-being right and you know it's that fine line because i know they've been they're they're bleeding dry right now because you know they've gone what seven months or so without you know them being opened and they've laid off thousands of people so i feel for them on that but you can't put you know your safety at high risk no way no it's not worth it at all and i think um I don't know. They, I'd rather just wait it out till the park opens and then go when it's safer, when it's, you know, not a, you know, when it's not as crazy. Cause I think behind us, you know, until then we can just mm-hmm. keep doing more popcorns, you know, I'll be fine. Exactly. That's, that's more fun than <laughs> Disneyland. Exactly. You, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. I said almost the same exact thing earlier. I said, if you're going to go, you're going to go. Just wait until mm-hmm. you at least experience Disneyland. It'll be a little bit different from now on when it, if it ever opens. Right, they definitely like bubble to put over your head. <laughs> it will be when was the, when was the last time you guys went? I know we talked about this before. Yeah, me, it's probably four years. Yeah, and... about three years. Okay, thank you. you went I went last, last summer. Year, last summer, she did not. She did not go into Galaxy's Edge. No, it was right there, and it was during a time like we went during summer when they were kind of limiting the um, annual passes to go in. So. I could have gone in. I could have done it all. She did like, it for me. But I didn't. I held oh. strong for him. Yes. <laughs> him smile like mm. our, our son would. We absolutely walked by it. Oh, us. Yeah. If either one of us walked into that place without, <laughs> without him, him, he would not. Uh, the horse was wrong with her. She was like, Mm-mm. we walked by so many times. And I'm like, no, we can't go down there. We can't go in there. Let's go on Winnie the Pooh ride. (laughs) I love the Winnie the Pooh ride. I mean, it's one of the scariest things in the world. Kids love it. Like, I I throw the kids on there all the time. I love it. it, I won't even get into it. I get so dark on Winnie the Pooh. I won't. It's a rabbit hole. I can't dig out of. But, I mean, speaking of dark, there's a dark piece of news that came up this week. Right, Kevin? There's something that (laughs) the the family is biting the dust. 
Mm-hmm. Everyone's favorite streaming service, Quibi. How can they do this to us? It feels like once yesterday, Quibi. we were talking about Quibi and all the, you know, the what they could do, the potential that was there. Talking Reno 911 reboot. We're talking uh, Fugitive reboot. We're talking uh, 50 States of Fright. We're talking uh, all these hit shows that everybody was watching. Yeah. And then it had a it had a nice run. It's, nice it's run. almost uh, fitting. Quibi being five minute, you know, videos when they got five minutes of fame. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And, oh, and look, here's yeah. here's the deal. Like, I do feel like so Quibi was kind of uh, it was an interesting experiment, and I get why they were doing it. <laughs> but the problem is, the problem is, and I know like people aren't going to agree with this per se. But I do feel like this is part of the reason they went down. I do blame COVID for a lot of the reason why they went down. Reason being because the whole idea of COVID or of COVID, uh, COVID's to kill somebody. <laughs> COVID's to kill everybody. Um, but the whole idea of Quibi was you're out and about, you're working, you know, you get these half hour lunch, you get these 10 minute breaks, you're just going to put something on real quick, watch it real fast go along, you know, go about your life. So it's supposed to be something for on the go. So if you're out and about COVID hit, no one's going anywhere. So we're all watching Netflix or Disney. We're all watching, yeah. You're all watching Netflix, Disney plus on your TV or your tablet. You're not sitting there looking at your phone, watching a five minute episode or something. I, that's a really good point. Because like it it's was designed for on the go. You take yeah, away, on the go and, you know, what happens, you know, I mean, it went, <laughs> because i know exactly kevin and i were ready to just launch our whole quibi series of movies that we've been putting together we were and we were on the cusp of the release they were like no you're done you're done and um you know like there was had did have a lot of potential and a lot of great like talent like sam raimi was doing a show for quibi um steven spielberg was doing a show for quibi all these people were doing shows for Quibi. I like said the Reno 911 reboot, which I think would have been obviously a bigger hit if it had come out on like Comedy Central or something. But right. still, like that's a pretty big deal. Like that's a show everybody, lots of people liked, and it just never picked up traction. Um, I still no, it expired, but I had a six month free trial to Quibi oh, for the T-Mobile Tuesdays. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I can use it. Actually, it officially shuts down in December. I think the first okay. of December is the last um, day for it. Well, we should so, just have like a big streaming party where we just watch like 80 quid. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> we should do it in bite-sized pieces. More while we're eating popcorn, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, so, um, just one more thing I wanted to get to real quick. Um, are you a huge Uncharted fan? Nolan? Oh, yes. I love the yes. series. Oh, I'm sure you do. I have never played an Uncharted game. <laughs> oh, you you would love it. It's so story-driven. I know, and I need to, and I'm so bummed that I haven't. Um, that will happen eventually, but we do know they're making a movie. Tom Holland's going to be in it, and they released the first photo from the movie. Um, Tim Holland in character as Drake. Nathan Drake. Drake. Nathan Drake, that's his name. Baby um, Indy. Baby Indy. Spider-Man? Oh, he's not Spider-Man. Nathan Drake. So, <laughs> so as a fan of the game, uh, do, do you think, uh, is Holland going to nail this? Do you think, uh, are you excited for Holland taking it on? Well, what do you think? I think he's a great actor. Um, 
he doesn't fit the part for me as in you know, Nathan Drake from what we see in the games. The games mm-hmm. are like this younger Indiana Jones mm, kind of with, with more of a roguish Han Solo vibe to him. So, right. um, you know, he's, he's, he has honor. And one of the one of the games is called like Honor Among Thieves. You know, he has honor, but he didn't always have it. And you know, Holland has that um, that schoolboy look to him. That like, you know, I'm not going to tell lies out of school. You know, and I don't I don't know if he could pull off the roguish you know vibe that Uncharted deserves. I'm going to give it a shot because I thought the photo looked really good. And yeah. there was a second photo that showed him and Nolan North. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty. That's legit. That's cool. Voice of Nathan Drake and like of so many other amazing characters. Mm-hmm. Great, great moment. <laughs> well, very cool. I know uh, Mark Wahlberg's in the movie too. Marky Mark. Plays, uh, Marky Mark. Marky Mark. No funky bunch, so you're good. But <laughs> um, <laughs> I like Mark Wahlberg. That's awesome. I love Mark Wahlberg. He's playing. Um, what's his mentor's name? Oh, he's he's the he's the buddy. Sully? Yeah, Sully. Yeah. Yes, yes, he's playing Sully. Because when Mark Wahlberg was cast, like he was cast before Holland was. So people were assuming that Mark Wahlberg was going to be Nathan Drake. You could have pulled it off. But yeah, that's what I heard. Like, I, I know a lot of people were kind of excited about it. Like, and then they went for Spy looking Man. forward to it. It was Spy Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we'll see how it goes. But it's supposed to come out next year. I mean, who knows when things are coming out anymore? I don't know. <laughs> we still don't know when Black Widow comes out or Wonder Woman. So, I think Wonder Woman's still on. holding on to that Christmas spot. So, I just read a report today, real quick, that uh, it's possible that uh, James Bond came. The possible, the slight possibility that it could go to streaming. Right, bidders are are going uh, hard on it right now, trying to get it. Maybe Netflix. I mean. Maybe Netflix, and I think if that happens, like I feel like that's kind of that's gonna break. I mean, that's gonna break the the system. Like, well, that's, that's the just... reason Regal, you know, shut the theaters down again was when they postponed it. Mm-hmm. Regal yeah. like postponing this, we're just shutting down for now. Yeah, there's nothing for them to play. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We know for sure it will not be streaming on Quibi. We know that. <laughs> God, can you imagine five minute chunks of James Bond? Oh God, no. <laughs> No. Imagine watching. Imagine watching Tenet on there. I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till the next episode so I can see why it was going down the hall. <laughs> Backwards. Yeah. Wait a second. He was <laughs> no, Kevin. Why didn't you put that thought in our heads? Hey, who knows? Anything can happen. It's 2020. QB Halloween can win Best Picture at the Oscars this year. I have my fingers the, crossed. Could be cut a tenant. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The Quibi kind of tenant. So it's been a crazy year for movies, TV, and everything. So, uh, but we did start this wonderful podcast. So that's a plus. That's a positive where we can talk about these things and have fun and actually uh, look forward to, you know, to something. our Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It gives us something to look forward to and to talk about, you know, what we love about pop culture especially in the exactly. world, you know, because exactly. it's still out there, even though we can't physically go to theaters where we live right now, it's, there's yeah. still awesome content. Netflix and Disney plus and all the streamers are still putting out great content. So yes, they are. Uh, Bando's starting next week. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Our be son's got us on a nightly about. like recap episode for the first season to get to the second season. Mm-hmm. He's like, got us on a timeline. 
Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. He figured it out. He's like, we got to start this night. On the 22nd, we got to watch one episode. (laughs) So, hey, (laughs) it'll be fun. So we'll see, you know, coming up. So um, there's that. Um, Just real quick, The Witches just came on HBO Max uh, yesterday. You guys have HBO Max. Check it out. We're going to check it out tonight. Um, see what it's about and um i'm excited for that one yeah also what dropped this week on amazon prime one of the funniest things i've seen in a super long time borat 2 um we watched it last night and we loved it um there will be a full review on pastraminationcom yeah it'll be great um yeah, there's just a couple things you guys you know anyone can watch over the weekend let us know what you think about it comment below let us know um but yeah so um I think that's it. Um, Nolan, did you have? I think that's it, but I would like to remind everybody to visit us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We are on Pinterest and blowing up by the day. I don't know why, but we are. Uh, (laughs) People love pinning that. Yeah, just so keep checking it out. And as always, we appreciate everybody who tunes in, who leaves comments, and who supports Pastrami Nation. Thank you so much. Yeah, definitely. So I hope you guys all have a good night and it was nice talking to you guys i'll talk to you guys later Um, (laughs) all right bye everybody (laughs) bye